graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit TwoStrangersOnePodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Glow and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And uh, it's been a crazy past couple of weeks. Usually when we say that, it's usually because things are being lazy or being tired or crazy schedules. But you and I both, we were planning to record last week. Um, you had a situation with your dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It happens. It's it's not a it's not an unusual thing for him to... Have something happen once a year where his CLL and which is leukemia and his diabetes decide to play. Hey, we're just gonna cripple you for a couple days. How about that? Oh shit! So, and then your parents were out of town, so they were like, in, he was in an out of town hotel or, or hospital. I mean, yeah, I mean the the way that our wonderful healthcare system works is if you you can't choose your well, I mean, okay, so you can choose your hospital, but. The problem is, is unless you have thousands of dollars to pay for the way to get to that hospital, yeah. you're not really, yeah, doing yourself any justice. So gotcha. he uh, he ended up in a uh, Syracuse hospital, which caused its own little issues, as as wonderful as they were. But he's home now, and we don't have to really deal with any of the crap anymore. Gotcha. And then me, me myself, like, well, yesterday was my birthday. The big four uh, one, and uh, but earlier this week, I mean, you know, it's a, it's for people who follow me on Facebook, like my grandmother passed away, right. and like this was this was a long time coming. Like I knew I knew it was gonna happen eventually. She's been battling. She was battling like dementia and Alzheimer's, and like I'm surprised she lasted this long. Yeah. Because like it got to the point. Like I would say a couple years ago. My daughter was still alive because I remember like taking my daughter to go see her. Well, I would hope your daughter's still alive. I mean, no, no, I'm saying <laughs> I, maybe I didn't. I, 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 I probably phrased that wrong. But when my daughter was still alive, I mean, she was still. My daughter was young, and my grandmother, she still had her faculties to where, um, but she was talking like she she was suffering from dementia where she was like talking about stuff that was happening in the '60s and stuff like that, like it was yesterday. Yeah, you know, talking about like my dad coming out of school and taking my my aunt to to the park after school and so on yeah, and so forth. People are kind of like that too. They like to kind of, you know, talk about the old days. Yeah, and but I'm saying is that she still had that kind of going on. Then like 
then as things got a little more progressively worse, like, you know, she was she would just say, like, just random words and stuff like that. Oh. And it was sort of, like, she would just be babbling and, and saying stuff that was kind of, like, nonsense. And then, like, then it got to the point where she was just just making noises. But oddly enough, I mean, you know, and, you know, and I'm not, I guess to kind of lighten the mood, but sort of, you know, like... Like she would just like just just like tap on the table and stuff like that and and almost like to it like a beat or whatever and so like there was like there's something in there there's something still you know there's still some sparks going on in there she's like doing like a beat and stuff like that and like you know my uncle and his aunt took halfway decent I mean no it was very decent care of her where you know you know they fed her and they kept her clean and stuff like that and you know then then it got to the point where she was just like. She was there, but it's just it's just a body sitting in a chair, yeah. and you know, and not to get all depressing or anything like that. And you know, I, I mean, it's kind of good for us to like get back and recording. You know, I mean, I, was I a little bummed out? You know, absolutely. You know, especially right before my birthday, it sort of like, you know, put a damper on 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 the day and stuff like that. But you know, I mean, it's also you know we can't you know. You know, you know, shit happens. Shit happens. You know, what I'm saying. Is shitty. You have to. You have to. You know, we have to. You know, the show must go on and so on. So, yes. um, after that, so, you know, uh, so she passed like right before my birthday, and then like my dad didn't want to tell me until after my birthday, but then my like my cousin put it on Facebook. So like you know, and and I, I understand where my dad's coming from. You know, like he didn't want. You know, he was going to tell me after my birthday, but and I'm like. You know, did, you know, I had to text him like, "Did Grandma pass away?" <laughs> so, you know, and so he, he told me the whole situation, and so, you know, I'm kind of, obviously, I'm bummed out about it, but, you know, say la vie, you know, she was, you know, she's in, the, you know, like that stupid corny, she's in a better place now, you yeah. know, and you know, and it's and it's sort of like, you know, my my uncle and his wife, you know, like now they don't have that. You know, you love someone, you take care of them, and and but then it gets to a point where I mean, I hate to use the word burden, but you know, she's not a burden anymore. You know what I'm saying? And and I, you know, nobody wants to be a burden. No, one, no, I want you to fucking wash me and feed me and and and, and, and you know, and, and change myself, change me after I make a mess and stuff well, like that. So, I mean, and not to relate, but I, I remember my grandfather. Um, my my mother and my my uncle had to take care of take care of him, and it was. A lot more of my mother than my uncle, which is whatever. But um, he eventually he just he just gave up. He was just like, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna be doing any exercising. I'm just gonna whatever whatever happens whenever whenever I die is when I die, mm. you know. And then it's one of those things where they he just simply falls out of bed and within 24 hours he's gone. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's crazy. It's really crazy, and it's crazy how quickly that happens too. Because you're just sitting there going. Okay, that was just twenty four hours ago. What the hell just happened here? Yeah. It's not funny, but it's kind of like it's just it's. It, I, I I laugh at it because it's like, it's, life is like this long period of time, but your death can take like twenty four hours. Yeah, you know, it's really well. I mean, it shows you that you know we have so many like systems that are like on auto- autopilot. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need your cognizant brain to still breathe and eat right. and, and you know and, and but it's also like I get I totally understand where like where there's people like, well if I'm brain dead just pull the plug on me and stuff like that. Because it's sort of like you know and that wasn't her situation. She had pneumonia. But uh and it's sort of like you know, if you're not <laughs> are they mowing again? <laughs> Jesus Christ, just like the last episode. No, as soon as we start recording they're mowing. He's, he's, uh, or weed whacking, 
But, um, you know, my thing is like, once I hit that, your quality of life, if I'm just a breathing, you know, uh, just a, a breathing body and like, you know, and that's if that's all I am, then you know I would totally understand to like pull the plug. Like, you know, I don't want to be a burden on anybody. I don't want to have to want everyone washing me and taking care of me and feeding me. If you know, if there's no way I'm gonna wake up out of it, and, you know, when you're that age and your and your brain's been deteriorating, it's not like it's not like oh no, she could get better. No, there's no she, more. <laughs> there's no more she, getting my, better. My brain deteriorates every single day. Jesus yeah. Christ. And so, so you know, I. Once again, am I fucking saddened? Yes, I'm absolutely saddened, but it's sort of like, yeah, now it's it's sort of, you know, it's better for my uncle and his wife, and it's better for my grandmother. She's in a better place, and, you know, and at least, you know, the shoe, the other shoe was dropped, you know. And then, uh, so last night, so yesterday was my birthday, kind of had, you know, I, I, I spoiled myself just a little bit. I ordered some Mexican food. Uh, to the house, and you know, it was like uh, I was in so the. You were on the toilet all night. I got you. Yeah, no, and so <laughs> I, I ordered some, you know, I ordered some burritos to the house, and I had that. You know, I went to work because it was sort of like, you know, what am I gonna do? No, it's a Thursday right. night. No one's gonna fucking come out. And then uh, on my way home, and it's, I am so surprised that I'm not like totally shitty hungover right now, because I went to the bar. I, there's a bar like two blocks from my house. And, um, you know, and, and I've been there a couple of times and I know the barmaid and, um, the guy that owns the place, you know, him and I've had conversations cause you know, like a Thursday night after about, I get there around midnight and it, around that time, like it, the fucking crowd has dwindled out cause Thursday nights is sort of their, um, Thursday nights is like their beer pong darts night. So they have all that shit out. And like, right. you know, it's it, it, where I live, even though I technically live in the ghetto, once you go about two, three blocks down, it's like college students. So like, it's funny how weird, like the college students start leaving around midnight. So the place starts getting a little more empty. So like the guy who, the guy, I don't want to say he owns the place, but the guy who runs it, um, you know, him and I've had conversations, stuff like that. So, you know, I told him it was my birthday. So he bought me a shot. The barmaid bought me a shot. So this fucking kid comes in. I say kid, the kid was 24 and him and I were talking and he, he obviously had a couple of drinks in him and stuff like that. And then, like, he bought me, like, two or three shots. But, so what happens is, is he tell he tells me, he start, now he's starting to get shitty drunk. Like, before, he came in a little wobbly, now he's starting to get nasty. <laughs> and so he says, uh, oh, I popped the Xanax before I got here. And that's like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm glad, like, my generation kind of missed that. Like, you know, like, people aren't, well, at least, I mean, nobody I knew were like pill poppers. Everyone I knew was fucking, you know, I knew people that were potheads, you know, and I even knew people that, that you know, occasionally did like, you know, they'll do like yeah, a, some mar- uh, some people do some cocaine and shit like that. fucking kids these days that are going to like several different grocery stores mm-hmm. just to get like a medicine to make meth. Oh, yeah. Like, how, like where did that fucking come from? <laughs> yeah, it's it's where, uh, yeah, the, the you buy the cough, because the, the rules are you can't buy more than a certain amount in a month. But if you go to one store and buy just under the amount, and another store just under the amount, you know, and I, I, I don't know if I learned it from Breaking Bad, but they, but they call that smurfing. Yes, yes, it was on the news the other day. It was kind of funny. And so you know, but like, what I'm saying is like, right now, all that shitty hip hop that's coming out now, the mumblecore rappers, the guys with the tattoos all over their faces, that whole subculture are people 
like a big thing in that community is taking Xanax. That's like you know, and I you know, and if you go like on if you go on like on Instagram and shit, like there's people and they'll take pictures of all the Xanax pills they have and shit like that, and so that is like a big thing in a certain community right now, like the the, the mumble. And I, when I say certain community, I mean like that rap community. It's not it's not a black or white thing because I think right now there's probably more white people listening to that shit than <laughs> fucking black people. You know, all that that guy was six nine and little Yachty and little Pump, and it's yep. sad that I fucking know their names, but it's a thing. So he goes, oh, I popped the Xanax. So he's starting to get shitty drunk. And so the barmaid says, and she's a sweetheart. She goes, I'm not serving you anymore. They did the right, they're like, you know, like, you know, and it's, that, I think, I think in my entire life, that's like the second time I've ever seen someone say, I'm not going to serve you anymore, you know. So then the guy who runs the place, he, like, he's, first he was sitting, you know, in front of the bar, like with the customers, because he sits there and he shoots the shit with everybody. And then he said, even like he got behind the bar and he goes, you know, we're not going to serve you anymore. You know, kind of, kind of backing her up to put his, put his foot down. And, uh, and then, then the guy got like, he was going to be sloppy. Then he got shitty. He was like, well, then fuck you then. So, (laughs) so yeah. And so he, he goes outside. Now the one cool thing about this bar is there's two big windows in the bar but what they did is they installed like garage doors where the windows are at so the windows come up into the into the bar like they're over your heads but like i mean during the day or whatever they can lower them but at night especially with the weather being nice so it's almost like an open air bar like you're technically under a roof but you know you can have your you can be sitting there drinking a drink and have you know the nice summer air kind of you know and yesterday what the weather was halfway decent so, uh, so he leaves the bar and this fucking dummy is stumbling. He is, you know, now, you know, it's about one o'clock in the morning. And so he, he starts some, he's crossing the street. He's crossing back the street, he's crossing the street, crossing. So then, um, like even the girl's like, he's going to get fucking hit by a car. So I said, all right. And so I, I, I went outside and said, so he bought me a couple shots. So I said, yeah. I said, dude, where do you live? And, and what, what? I said, dude, where the fuck do you live? And so, uh, you know, give me your address. And it was like, and he took, because while we were in the bar, he had offered, he asked me if I wanted to go back to his house and smoke weed with him, which I was like, no, thank you, thank you, thanks, but no thanks. But he's like, he told me he lived. Why did you go back to his house for other reasons? Yeah, well, <laughs> and so. He likes, that, he likes that old, you know, you know, Deeks kind of thing going on, so. <laughs> and, and so. You could have got laid on your birthday. Holy shit, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> And so, because you know, he did, when he did say, he goes, I live right, you know, I live like a, a couple blocks away. So I said, all right, what's your address? So then I, I saw, and this guy was fucking stumble bumming all his, his, then what happened was first we're walking out. He goes, I live down here and we're walking and we're going down the street and I'm seeing the numbers and like, he lives in the 700s. We're in the 500s and the numbers are going down. I'm like, dude, we're walking in the wrong direction. So, so we turn back around. Okay, and it's fucking like you know one one thirty in the morning. I'm drunk, but like I'm I'm drunk, but I'm maintaining. This guy's fucking stumbling all over the place. You know, I walk him to you know I walk him to his door or whatever. And you know, once again, I live in the hood. It's like where the hood meets college students area. So yeah. like a guy drunk stumbling, a white guy drunk stumbling around in the middle of the night. You know, not the safest thing. <laughs> So, you know, we, we, you know, I get him to his he'll door. Just become, he'll just become white meat. It's fine. <laughs> I get him, I get him to this front door and the fucking guy just cannot get his key in the door. And then, and then there's the second part of my head is 
please let this be his address. Yeah. Please don't let the two guys standing outside the door trying to open it and shit. You How know. You doing? <laughs> he finally gets he finally gets the key in the door. And he had mentioned that he had roommates. So we go inside and his roommate passed out on the couch. Fucking and it's one of those uh music you know the music channels and you watch cable when you put on cable was like listen to you know so and at that particular time it was like blasting eminem and once again it's about 1 30 in the morning i walked the guy into his house and i had and since i had since i had been drinking i needed to fucking take a piss so he goes over he goes to the other couch and goes right the fuck to sleep but like right right before he closes his like, i'm gonna go use the bathroom so he's passed out. His roommate's passed out. I'm fucking walking in this empty fucking house. The house was halfway decent. Like, for, for a guy that, you know, for a house of probably guys that are probably all popping Xanax and drinking. I mean, it wasn't a bad place. So uh, I go and I took a piss. <laughs> and then I leave. And, you know, and I don't, you know, I'm from New York City. I like to lock my door when I leave. But he, his door wouldn't lock behind me. But I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to come fuck with this guy's door in the middle of the night, you know. So... But it's weird, like, you know, I could have fucking walked out with the TV if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> you could have fucking, fucking taken any money, taken some credit cards, you know, that's whatever. Yeah, raid the fridge. But, uh... Raid the fridge. <laughs> it is your birthday. Yeah, and then, so, you know, and like I said, earlier, when before he got... Sh- and he didn't get shitty with me. He just got shitty with them not buying... Because, you know, he bought me a couple shots. And, uh, and it's surprisingly enough, I should be fucking... I should be hungover right now. Cause uh, he was doing shots of Jameson, I was doing shots of Jack Daniels. Had a you know, had a bunch of Budweisers, you know. I, you know, I guess liquor and beer, you're in the clear. You know, beer than liquor can't be sicker. So, <laughs> you know, we're recording this as I'm getting ready to to go to work in a, in, a, in a couple minutes. Not a couple minutes, in a little while. You're gonna feel it at some point today. I feel like yeah. You're either gonna be on the toilet because of the burritos, or you're gonna be on the fucking. <laughs> You're gonna be on the toilet because you're gonna be puking. Like, well, you know, I did kind of feel it because around six o'clock in the fucking morning, I had to take a piss. I had to take a piss real fucking bad. So then, like, I, you know, I get up to go take another piss, you know, and and like that, I did feel shitty then. What is that? What is that about being old too? Like, cause like I've been getting, like I have to get up at like, I don't know. It seems like every fucking time of the night, I'd be like, around like two or three o'clock, my body's like, time to go take a piss. Never used to have to do that, but it's like, time to go take a piss. I'm like, really? Like, am, am I getting this old that I fucking have to get up in the middle? Yeah, of that's every old guy, sort of. And, you know, and plus, I have to fucking, you know, people in my family with diabetes and shit like that. Both of my parents. I think I, you know, my, my grandmother was the last grandparent that was still alive, but I'm pretty sure, like, all my grandparents had diabetes. So that's like, that's like early warning shit like you know like what they call like but they call pre-diabetic like when you and you have to go take a piss real i mean one i think has to do uh, age does have something to do with it but i also think diabetes has a little bit to do with it where it's sort of like nope you gotta go piss (laughs) you have to go you have to go piss right the fuck now and so uh like when i got up like at six o'clock in the morning i was sort of like oh you know like i did i felt a little shitty that time but by the time I got the alarm on, by the time my alarm went off to, to uh, get myself ready to come here. And then, let me tell you, fucking Google Maps. Google Maps and Rochester Transit Authority, or whatever the fuck, RTS, whatever the fuck it's called, Rochester Transit System. They need to get their shit together. Because I, I got on the wrong fucking bus on the way to your house. Because, you know, it's like, I look at the Google Maps and they're like, oh, you could take this bus that leaves at 10.07... 
or you could take this bus that leaves at 10.17. So I'm like, all right, let me, I'll get to Paul's house a little earlier. Let me take the bus that leaves at 10.07 or whatever. And I'm in the bus and it is going totally in the wrong fucking direction. And I'm like, motherfucker. And that's like the second time it's happened to me where Google Maps will give me the wrong bus. And then the, the, the Rochester Transit Authority app sucks dick. It's a horrible fucking app. Because, like, you would think, like, it would become, like, what bus stops are around me? You would think that would be, like, a, a easy fucking thing to do. No. And it was like, or, like, you know, uh, where, where, what, where does this bus stop stop? And they're like, and they'll yeah. give you street names, but, like, if you're going to a part of town you're not aware of, you know, how the fuck, you know, show me a map. Give me a, you know, why do I have to go to the website and download the map? But if I'm using the app, you know, it'll give you cross streets. And there's streets you never fucking heard of. <laughs> you know, here's the corner of, uh, you know, you know, Bartles and James. <laughs> like, yeah. what the, like, I don't know where fucking Bartles is, you know. Show me a map. So, yeah, that's, you know, and then. So what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, if you hear some random noises, it's the it's the. Uh, you got guinea pigs. Guinea pigs in the background. I've quieted them down, but if I go to the refrigerator, they will start making noise, and I don't think this podcast will sound very well. Oh yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I, I I saw a funny meme online where it was back in because what it was two thousand and nine when they released G Force that guinea pig movie. Oh god. And <laughs> so it was a picture of that. It says, "When was G Force released?" It was whatever, whatever, 2009. And then uh, then it was another Google search, how long do gerbils live? And it said eight to nine years. <laughs> and then the last frame was like a person a person just crying. You know, one of like the typical crying faces for, for memes and stuff like that. And it's like <laughs> the whole cast of G-Force is probably dead right about now. <laughs> wow. But uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were here. Uh, you know, it's a typical... I'm always busy kind of bullshit. I've kind of come to terms that I'll probably end up getting rid of my second job, hopefully, uh, by the end of September, because I just, like, I have so many side nerdy projects that I want to do that it's it's gotten to the point where I get paid enough in my other job where I can, I should be able to just sit down and be able to do what I need to do, and uh, that's what I'm hoping to do. Um, hopefully I might be able to go to New York City again, because... I looked at some of the guests, and I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I don't think I need to go this year. And then I'm looking at the guests, and I'm like, is that, is that Will Frito? Is that Will Frito on the list? <laughs> and as you know, of course, that could change at any point. Like, they could back out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going, I need to get the voice of, well, the voice of Lionel. On, on an interview, <laughs> and and Saitama from uh, One Punch Man is that? No, 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 oh. no. He uh, he was Terry McGinnis on Batman Beyond. Oh, see, I, look at oh, look okay. at you. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> oh, but the are you talking about like Lion, like the original Lionel? No, Lionel in the 2011. Version. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So it's okay because I was about to say like. The, the voice of the original Lionel no. is, like, this big, fat guy. And yeah, it's no, so... No, no. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. More power to him. But it's so funny when you see, like... You look at Lionel, like, this big, powerful guy. And then, like, you see the behind-the-scenes, and it's fucking... And also, like, what? Panther was, like, the grandfather from the Cosby show. <laughs> and it's, you know, like... 
I know him from the Cosby show, but it would be so funny, like, you're like, if like, oh, let's go see who the Panthro. I mean, he's dead now, but, you know, if he was at a Comic-Con, there's this old black guy. <laughs> you know, but, uh, okay, so he's going to be there, the voice of... Uh... I thought, yeah, I think he's going to be there, so we got to get in contact with Greg. And <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's one thing we kind of skipped over, is that, I mean, for those of us who follow us on Facebook, right? I mean... Oh, yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, actually. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the, the press passes were approved or at least for me and matt you haven't applied yet but i'm pretty sure if you applied you know the the only thing is you know staying in new york city because my mom after last year my mom like my like my mom said okay last year and my she was like that's it don't ever ask me again (laughs) okay wait 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 let's back up for a minute so so let me let me tell this little story i don't know if we've said this so chris says to me he's like He's like, you should go this year. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, I have no place to stay. Uh-huh. Also, it's probably going to cost me, knowing how Atlanta's prices were with hotels, it's going to cost me a fucking arm and a leg down there. Plus, all the hotels are probably already sold out by now, so it's probably all the way over in East Jesus. Yeah. So I'll have to take a goddamn fucking Uber or something. So, you know, Chris was like, well, why don't we just do it? You can just stay with my mom. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, as long as she's good with that, I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. So we get there. And his mother doesn't know that I'm coming. And I'm looking at Chris like, Chris, did you say something to your fucking mother? And he's like, she's like, she's like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you were coming. I was like, uh, what? No, I told, I told my mom you were coming. I didn't, it might have been like where I told her she didn't process it. I don't know. Well, she was all like, she was all like surprised at shit. She's like, who is this? What the fuck is he doing here? Like, I'm sitting here going... Okay. All right. Well, this should be fun. <laughs> so that was that was kind of the weird part about the whole situation. Oh, I think it, what it was is you told her like at the last minute. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> she was well, like, no, because because you didn't you you got your press pass pretty late also, right? Or is well, that? Well, I mean, I I I played around now. I think and okay. I got it. I, I got it. It came in the mail, so it wasn't like anything like that. But I. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. I I probably I'm thinking of going again, but yeah, that that would have to be, that would have to definitely be the the case. If she would let me stay there again, then we would, I'll definitely go again. But yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Hey, 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 hey! Don't you make noise over there. Yeah, I gotta. I'll I'll beg my mom. I can't make any promises, but I'll beg my mom. Um, so yeah, so we so we got so we got approved for New York Comic Con. Uh, at least you know Matt and I have so far. Once again, I'm pretty sure once you put in your application, you know, because we, we all we all use the same information. Even, so. even Kelsey asked me the other day, she's like, well, why can't you go? I was like, well, first of all, I need a place to stay. <laughs> Second of all, do I really have enough money for that kind of stuff? Like, we have a shitload of bills. And she's like, oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, that's what you say. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And, uh, well, because then John Galbo... Or a friend of the show from the, from the ACPN. <laughs> Every single fucking year on Facebook. Oh, I don't think I'm going to get approved for, for press this year. And every fucking time he gets approved for press. <laughs> I think they probably just look at his Facebook and they're just like, you know what, fuck you, we're going to approve you. I think it's one of those deals where it's sort of like, I, I think it certainly helps once you get approved one year. I think it kind of... Uh, well, I think, what, I think what his issue was is his site really has been combined into... It's his his story's a little complicated, but he had a, a website called Adult Swim Central. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of met, met him, and we had actually kind of combined forces because that's how you, really 
Pro tip, if you want to get your site to be bigger and better in the beginning, the early days, you need to start like joining forces with people because yeah. if you can affiliate with other sites that have been around for a while, that'll get you some traction and get people actually noticing you and whatever. But uh, back to what I was saying. So he, he his site, I guess it, he couldn't handle what was going on. Like, and it, it's hard because you have to have a staff of people if you really want to run a site. Yeah. Like... That's that's one thing that I've always said to people is if you do not have a, a staff of people that are willing to help you on a daily basis, your site's not going to do well. Yeah. You know, um, and, and you know my site kind of suffers from that a little bit too because you know we can't always report every single little thing that's related to tsunami. Mm. Whereas you know if we had more staff and maybe I could pay some people, you know maybe we would actually have a a, a better site. And, you know, eventually down the line when TsunamiFaithful.com turns into something more than what it is, um, which it is starting to do that, um, it will be more of a, I can maybe pay people, but, you know, maybe maybe they can they can buy some uh, guinea pigs and use them. <laughs> guinea pig roasting, uh, roast, roasted. roasted guinea pig recipes. I don't know. Um, so... Basically, he had combined his website with another site called Agents of Geek, but I think he's kind of not with them anymore. So it's kind of mm. like, well, that sucks because, you know, you kind of moved all your shit over there, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's still, as far as I know, he still can get in and he, he still has the right to get a press pass, but it's, I think that's why he kind of sits there and Every year now, and it's just like, I don't know if I'm going to get in. Yeah, and then, like, one, one of the reasons he, he he kind of quoted for this year is, like, he may not want to go. If it doesn't if he doesn't go, it won't be that bad because he gets married in a couple weeks. And so I'm thinking, fucking Comic-Con bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he may not even know it. <laughs> get, some, yeah. get some cosplayers. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, imagine having a, I, I like... I mean, if I, you, I would sit there and just be like, "This is more for Kristen." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because it'd be like, you know, if if you and all your friends, I mean, that's one hell of a fucking bachelor party. Like, you know, if you if you and your friends that hey, we're gonna not, not you know, our bachelor party is gonna be at Comic Con. I mean, know, listen to me. If I put if I if I put out there, Tsunami Faithful presents John Galbo's bachelor party. Do you know how many fucking cosplayers would come to that? That would be so fucking hilarious. Get some Funimation people involved in that shit. Get some Viz people involved. That that would be some fun shit. Yeah, but it, it, you know, it'd just be like, like, you know, like if we set up our own thing inside, like this is a bachelor party, <laughs> like you know. right in the middle of like, the press room. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious for people that don't know. So Comic Con, Comic Con actually is pretty good at giving i mean the wi-fi is not the best but well, actually the wi-fi was actually pretty good last year wasn't it last year yeah the, the years before that it was real last year was really, really actually pretty good yeah so basically what happens is and by the way when i'm at comic-con because like i don't think your mom has internet access no no so so we uh so the only internet access i get is pretty much at the con yeah so it's like the last day like on that sunday it's good to just kind of sit there and get all this shit and just whatever you need to do do it then because mm. it's really hard when you're running around these this con because you're just like i have no time to do this like i have no time to sit down and be like oh let me tweet about this no i did no it doesn't work like that 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I mean, I like to go out and keep it moving. You know, I, you, I go to the pre, I go to the press room to rest my heels for a little bit, and you know, yeah. in, in between stuff. You know, then you go and you see the people. There's people that are there like all fucking day, and I'm like, why did you even come to fucking Comic Con? You know, if you're gonna. Well, I understand. So the bigger sites, I understand. Like, if, for example, you have a guy, and again, if you're getting paid to do this. Mm. I get it. I understand. And I'm sure that they probably do go out on the floor eventually. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure that some of the other sites, because I, I saw a couple of them up there last year, where they set up, they set up, they, and they'll, they'll sit there in the goddamn internet cafe mm-hmm. the whole time, like you're saying. But I'm assuming that they get an interview, they have somebody editing in it right there, and then they're sending it as fast as possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's whole, no, I mean, like, no, that's I mean that's the whole point of the press room is for you to sit down and write and kind of be uninterrupted and stuff like that. But I'm talking about the people that you see there all they're there True. all fucking day. True. And I'm like, you're a New York Comic Con, like the fucking best Comic Con in the world because like New York Comic Con well, has overtaken fucking San Diego. Like at least in numbers and stuff like that. I mean, you probably don't have as many I'm pretty sure in San Diego Comic Con you get more quote unquote celebrities and stuff like that, but you know, in my opinion, I mean, I've never been to San Diego Comic Con, but like, you know, I went like that first year New York overtook like in numbers for San Diego. It's gotten better every single year. But like, you know, that's all thing. you're like, you're like at the event. I've, I fucking spend all year fucking looking forward to Comic Con. And, yeah. you know, and it's like you're going to go and sit in the fucking press room, you know, and we, you know, don't be wrong. You know, one year helped me get on a TV show. Another year I met William Shatner, but that shit, you know, you don't get there. from sitting in the fucking press room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. You know, like I got it. I got it. Well, I got it. I met Todd McFarlane, you know, shook his so, hand. Well, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's, a, that's another reason why a lot of them were staying up there because I also noticed like, you know, because Obviously, all the all the stuff that we were doing press wise mm-hmm. was right there in the press room anyway. So it's like, you know, I can understand why people want to probably sit there or at least have somebody there because when they start lining up for that shit, you want to be in there just to make sure you get your seat, yeah, or whatever else. So I understand that, but I also understand what you're saying because there is a lot of people that are just like, oh man, I just, I, I just. Can't do it. I was saying, I was like, I'm a fat fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these fat. I'm a fat fuck. But shit, when I'm a comic con. I'm on my feet all four days because, you know, I'm not gonna fucking miss a second of it. You know. But, you know, that's that's just me. You know, I, I'm super excited. Um, I mean, maybe we could kind of use that to kind of. And you know what? I think before we do that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. 
It takes a powerful goddess like Connie to jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of it. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping absolutely. up at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient, getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. All right. Uh, I was going to say with the, us talking about nerdy stuff, uh, one of the things I put it, I put together a list for last week and to let Oscar know we were going to have Darrell on. We were going to have Darrell on today. But unfortunately, like last week, you know, you had your situation with your dad and then, you know, my grandmother passing and then we were going to have drill on today and he kind of had a, a mandatory meeting he had to go to. Um, so uh, I had a couple things on my list that I wanted to talk about. Uh, we had the trailer for uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, no, Ralph Breaks the Internet or whatever, which um, is totally leaning into the whole Disney owns Star Wars and, and oh, that and, was hilarious! Yeah. And and Marvel. The whole and, scene, that whole scene with the Disney princess is hilarious. Yeah, she said, like, "What what was the last thing she said?" And and then what's her name? Penelope agreed yeah. to it. Um, yeah, the, the, oh, so, some big guy, guy, guy has to come to, to save, save you. you. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, really?" <laughs> like, have you been poisoned? Have you been you know someone lock you up? Did someone you know do this? You know. Someone, some big strong. Someone think a big strong man's there to solve your problems. Yes, you are a princess. So yeah, that was that was kind of cute. I mean, I guess they're gonna have Star Wars stuff in there also because I saw something with stormtroopers. Um, they they showed they showed at least the logo for Marvel. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have like a CGI Iron Man or Hulk or something like that. You know, in that style because you know the, the the even the Disney princesses like uh, you know the the, the original. You know, paper drawn ones, Cinderella, Snow White. You know, they had to, they had to update them to look like CG, so they could look like you know Elsa and uh, who's the girl from Tangled and whatever. So uh, 
so that looks kind of you know and they showed it like the, you know they're on the internet and you see like google and you see twitter and you see like you know which is gonna like it's gonna be weird like in 10 years like that movie i don't know if it's gonna look the same it's like imagine if they made a movie like we're on the internet and here we are at myspace <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so you know that might that may not age pretty well but uh you know I, i'm glad they're making another one to kind of you know seeing all those crossover characters you know, kind of reminds me of like a Ready Player One or something like that. Um, and you're gonna have to forgive me. Hopefully, there won't be any audio. But I'm looking. Apparently, I'm being told that all of Samurai Jack is up on the Adult Swim app now. Like all 62 episodes. Oh wow. Uh, Space Dandy. Though Adult right? Swim, Space Dandy, Adult Swim had a huge part in that, so I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Something else. Let me see. Samurai Jack. Let's see. Well, this, this is what happens. Life. This is what happens live. Yeah, I know. I mean, when I, you're like, plugged so, into so, Toonami people, and everything. So Toonami. People don't understand. So, not only do I have, I have Twitter, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, I have Tumblr. All of that stuff comes to my phone. It's nothing as bad as what I've, what I have recently, which is Discord. And you, do you know what Discord is? No. It's basically you can use it as a community to talk about video games and everything like that uh-huh. we have our own tsunami discord which shot up like hundreds of people holy shit look at this and people can't see this at home but look at this like it has like literally every single season look at oh, that. samurai jack like every single episode holy shit wow wow and you know the one thing that i've been saying for a long time and this is this is something that i've said on the, on the tsunami people podcast but it's something that i also think um needs to be said here is Adult Swim is one of those... So, so if, if you've noticed, like, CVS has their own has their own streaming service. All these other places. Warner Brothers in D.C. Mm. have their own service whenever the fuck they decide to bring it out. I have a feeling it's not going so well because they haven't really put it out yet. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, the WB has a streaming app, which, would, which you would think well, would be... Like, you know, you would think they would kind of push that to be like the Warner Brothers. You're talking streaming. about the CW, CW Seed? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, the okay. Seed, yeah, Seed, so, that's the and, and that, that's what killed, that, that, that's one thing that pisses me off, too, because it's like, so you got the CW Seed, mm. which is free, mm-hmm. you got CW, and they were, they're fine apps, they're wonderful, but then you want to just play this game called, I want to do a whole nother DC app. Like, that doesn't, I'm just sitting there going, like, I, I don't understand, like, you have... Two apps that are functioning correctly that you have a shit ton of ads on that you're probably getting paid for. Mm. Why do you need to do that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the only, the only, the only one that I've seen that has had an issue, and I don't like the way that they set it up. Um, what the hell is the name of it? It's it's owned by Sony. Crackle. Uh, Crackle. Yeah. Crackle is the word. Like, if you're looking for the app that you don't want. For commercials, that is the fucking app because you get like five ten minutes of, of the episode, then commercials. Five ten minutes of the episode, then commercials. Yeah. Hulu is kind of the same, but Hulu only does like maybe two or three commercials, and then you're back to the episode. And you're talking about, let's say the episode's an hour, you're talking about they maybe do it twice or three times. Mm-hmm. Crackle like is like. I'm like, how many times have you gone to commercial the, now? The show is interrupting the commercials. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, oh my God. And then there's like at least like five or ten commercials. And I'm like, 
this has turned into like a bitching podcast now, <laughs> but it's just it's just so fucking hilarious because it's like you see like and it's like like for example they announced that Hulu was down in money and revenue. I'm like how mm-hmm. Hulu is actually doing what it should be doing. Mm-hmm. Netflix should be average. Honestly, dude, like if any any service right now needs to be advertising stuff, it's Netflix. And what I mean by that is they should be getting ad revenue. Are you kidding oh. me? Do you know how many companies would want to advertise on Netflix right now? But I think that's sort of, that's where they kind of separate from the pack. They're like, we don't have commercials. It is, but here's a question. Here's the question I, I pose to everybody. If they're not, if they're doing so well, then why are they, why are they putting feelers out there to see if somebody will buy them? Because if you remember, there was an article about a year ago where Disney was looking to buy Netflix. Mm-hmm. Because Netflix was putting feelers out there to see if they could get somebody. The same thing, you know, and and that's that's kind of like what I, what I'm trying to say. Like it, it's, you know, I love how these companies like Netflix will say like, oh, we're doing really well. Are you doing really well, or are you just saying you're doing really well and you just don't give a shit about the the back end, you know? Well, I think well they, well, Netflix is notorious for not releasing their numbers and stuff like that, but and it's stupid, you know. But I think it's sort of where. They have had some big, you know, bright. They sunk, you know, that movie Bright. They've sunk in, you know, a ridiculous amount of money into uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, right. you know, stuff like that. And you know, and 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 uh, me personally, I actually liked both of those. But people, in general, people didn't like those movies. Um, you know, uh, so many different shows. And it's like I just started checking out um, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh my, that show is so fucking. I love that show. It's so funny, but you know that's that's you know you know like I like Stranger Things, but you know I think they're 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 spending money. I mean, maybe they thought like if we throw money, they're pissing out money. Yeah, exactly. Are I, you I, fucking I, kidding me? I think they thought maybe if if they start <laughs> spending a lot of money, they'll in return make a lot of money. You know, it takes money to make money, but uh, I think they kind of spent a little too much. Well, and and here's the thing, like. You yes, there are millions of subscribers to the Netflix service. That's there's no doubt to that. But here's the problem: at some point, when you're charging ten dollars, you know, ten dollars each to every subscriber, there's a point where, you know, you need to do something about that because at a, at a certain point, you're not making any more profit. You're making zero dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of like you know, and I'm not trying to relate this back to like what's happening with these. With, with stores out there today, but for example, Toys R Us. Look at Toys R Us. Toys R Us made a shitload of money last year, but now Toys R Us is dead. Mm-hmm. Because the investment firm that took it over took way too many loans out to get Toys R Us in the first place, to buy it away, and because of that, it fucked everybody at Toys R Us. Oh. So, bringing that back... You're looking at people investing money into Netflix, which when you buy a subscription, that's what you're doing. Problem is, is that at a, fo- at a point, you're going to have to raise prices. And by the way, they've tried to re- raise prices a couple times, and everybody complains. Why are you raising the price? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of come to the point where do you really, really want to... It's either you raise prices on subscribers... Or you start doing ads. And by the way, you don't have to do a fucking ad on every single show. You bring out a new show, 
you do a sponsorship and you just do one ad at the beginning of the movie at the beginning of the movie or the beginning of the series that you have mm. and that's it that's all you have to do guess what you don't think that some you don't think that uh, let's let's take let's take red lobster I see red lobster everywhere mm. You don't think Red Lobster won't take a million dollars and throw it at Netflix and say, play this in the United States of America mm-hmm. on said show that you're bringing out? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Red Lobster presents Stranger Things Season yeah. 3. <laughs> sponsored by... That's usually, it's not like that, but it's usually like sponsored by Red Lobster. Like, you know, lobster you know There's a crazy lobster monster from the Upside Down. But like, but like in the first month Let's of, eat a, it. of no. a show... <laughs> <laughs> You're just making this really weird now, um, but but seriously, you know what I'm talking about. Like this is this is not hard. This is not. I mean, I'm, I'm a fucking, I'm a guy here in my living room recording a podcast, telling you this. If I have that common sense, then why do these fucking idiots not have this common sense? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are ways to do commercials without having to do commercials, and I think Netflix needs to do that. But bringing it back to kind of Adult Swim, Adult Swim also has commercials. They do, they do like, in the beginning, and then they do kind of in the middle, like you're watching TV. Mm-hmm. It's not that too much. It's kind of like Hulu. It's very short. Um, but they don't have, like, a pay service. And I've said, and I've said this publicly on the Tonight Favorite Podcast, and, I, and I'm saying it here now, too, is if Adult Swim were to charge money just so people could access their shows, mm-hmm. they would make a shitload of money. There are people that just want to watch Adult Swim. A lot of people just turn this TV on to watch tar- Adult Swim. That's it. Mm-hmm. Seriously. That's it. There are people that just do that. And now that they have the app, you can stream. Like, for example, I'm not sure. I think the streams are free. So you could, for example, and you can you can try this at home or try this when you're at the library or whatever, get the Adult Swim app, mm-hmm. try it, play, um, I think, one of the marathons, and if it lets you play the marathons, that's pretty much free. Mm-hmm. You're not having to pay for anything. So... Why not charge a premium? Like, okay, fine. So if you have cable service, it's free, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you have, if you don't have cable service, charge like five dollars. Mm-hmm. You're telling me people won't pay five dollars for Adult Swim? Fuck you. People would probably pay five dollars for Adult Swim a month. <laughs> Seriously, like it, it just doesn't. You know, if any service needs to do it, Adult Swim does. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because I have an investment in Toonami, obviously, but it's more like to me. I just it just makes sense. Rick and Morty, Toonami, um, some of the other shows that they have, it just makes sense to do it now. Plus, when you're getting viewership, you're not getting like a million viewers anymore. Why do you need, you know, you, you need to start concentrating on other on other other sources of revenue. And you know that's kind of to get into like the the Adult Swim thing, or not the Adult Swim thing, the the AT and T merger that that just happened. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, that's very exciting for people like me because now there's a lot more possibilities for what Toonami can be. Oh. Now, let's not get excited here. <laughs> they, they're not going to do a Toonami channel. That that I mean, there's a Toonami channel in Africa. I found out the other day. Um, the one in Asia failed. Failed. I don't know if I told you that. Oh. Yeah. Toonami Asia. Yeah. Asia? It, it it closed down in May. Oh shit. So, five years. It went for five years, but. It, it failed. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think, pretty much the United States was kind of looking at this as a model to see if how it would do. Mm-hmm. And again, that's the Asian market. We're talking about, you know, they're, they're playing everything in English. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, maybe if they played it in a different language, it might do better. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is is that um, they wasted money on a dub of, of Dragon Ball Super that they should have never done. Mm-hmm. And like even the African version is using the Funimation version. So it's like, so why didn't you guys just use that in the first place? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if I, if I emailed, which I probably will at some point, and ask them, hey, are you guys doing? Are you guys now using the Funimation version for the English dub? I'm sure they would tell me yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what I, getting back to that, so you know, it, it's very exciting to see AT and T come in because now they can take an Adult Swim, for example, which includes Tsunami, and they can give them more. And, and Jason had said this when I interviewed him the other day, more insight on how they can do better with their streaming service. Mm-hmm. Because one of, the, one of the things that I've always had a problem with Adult Swim, and it's a lot, it's, it's, it's a lot of, the, a lot of these, these other places too on the TV, is they don't take their shows and they don't stream them. And what I mean by that is, is they just hold on to a show and it just sits there on the shelf at their studio. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I understand that you have this. I get it. I get that you don't have to play it. But like, for example, Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan season three is about to be out next month. Mm-hmm. Why are you not? If you have season two, why are you not playing season two on the app? You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you got people geared up for season three. Yeah, and, and it's and you're also paying money for this shit. You know, like it's. I mean, maybe I just need to go. <laughs> maybe I just need to go over there. But here's what I think you should do, because mm-hmm. you know, some of the times I just sit there and I, I don't think that they understand. You know, you have a lot of shit that you can call upon and by the way have you have you seen the adult swim map lately no no um i'll show you what before you go it i mean i've never like the, what they did with the adult swim map is what they should have done like five ten years ago like you see what the cartoon network app has probably looked like right yeah that, because yeah. you're a kid yeah yeah so think of that but an adult swim map. okay so and that should have been done like five ten years ago Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when Cartoon Network is is ahead of you on that, and they have shitty shows, there's a problem. <laughs> you know, and that's that's kind of the other thing too. Is it's like you got really good shows, and yet you're not doing, you're not using your full, all of your all everything that you have. It, yeah. It's it's just a it's a frustrating thing to me. Well, because uh, I now it's funny now that you bring up Cartoon Network, I had I had spoken briefly because our last episode was. Uh, Strangers Go Roar, <laughs> which is sort of a, a take on the whole, uh, you know, Thundercats Roar, Teen Titans Go, um, the, you know, uh, debate or whatever, and all these people yeah. are pissed off. So I, I, I spoke to uh, Jody Schaefer, yeah. and 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 anyone who was anyone who was bashing Thundercats Roar, he had he had expended a lot of energy defending um, Thundercats Roar. And then and I and I asked him. I said, "Do you know anybody working on it?" He goes, "I know like everybody working on it." So I was like, "Oh, okay, that explains a lot." Why? And it's nothing. It's nothing against him. You know, it's understandable that he's like, you know, uh, you know, if I, you know, if if someone was bashing Tsunami Faithful, uh, you know, whatever, I, you know, I'd be like, "Hey, fuck you, that's my friend." You know, what I'm saying or whatever. You know, if you did something that was sort of weird, right? right now, right. Um, now you know the the. One of the things, and this is sort of this now. What I'm what I'm bringing on now is is nothing that we spoke about, but uh, is just sort of speculating. We're sort of like, 
you know, uh, and I had mentioned this the last episode, is, you know, a lot of the older guys, you know, a 40-year-old guy go, or like, well, we're the fans or whatever. We watched Cartoon Network. And it's like, nah, you know, like, Cartoon Network is really trying to gear itself towards the kids. You know, like, you know, a, a kid will sit there and watch eight hours of TV. Well, while. I mean, uh, see, <laughs> the unfortunate part here, Chris, is the problem is, is it's not just they're gauging things towards kids. Is that they're dumbing it down and making it so that kids like it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Teen Titans Go is a dumbed-down version of Teen Titans. Mm. Period. Thundercats Roar is going to be a dumbed-down version of Thundercats. But, I mean, okay, I mean, yeah, it's a dumbed-down version, but, like, you know, the older fans, even though the initial reaction was to hate Teen Titans Go, there are older fans who now watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, they're, they're adults who can sing, The night begins to shine. You know, like, you know, well, be, I mean, because of there's... Teen Titans. Like, it's sort of like they they, t- they they sort of just accepted it and said, okay, you know, this is not what I want, but I'll watch it. And it is, it's not a bad show. I mean, of course, it's not what we want. And, of course, we want action and stuff like that. You know, this was so, sort of Which, takes a humor. Way, speaking of Teen Titans Go, I'm going to say, I've said this before, I will say this one more time. Don't tell fucking fans of the series, hey, if you go watch the movie, then they'll actually do the, then we could actually have the original Teen Titans back. Yeah, that was a very confusing, that was a very confusing post, where they said, yeah, if you go and see the Teen Titans Go movie, um, you know, and like that, and the funny thing is, I mean, of course, they all have the same roots. It looks like the Powerpuff Girls movie, you know, like, and, and, you know, like, I remember when I went to go see the fucking Powerpuff Girls movie, I thought I was fucking tripping on acid. Like, that movie was very fucking hyperkinetic. It was very odd. But uh, the hear me out on this whole, uh, like, situation with, like, the Thundercats. Well, and is, and here, okay. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of pissed off. Okay. Like, my generation, like, I was six years old when I finally saw Return of the Jedi. I was, you know, I was six years old. Return of the Jedi came out. Return of the Jedi had fucking Ewoks in it. You know? Right. Fans of Star Wars at the time, people who saw you know, you know Star Wars and Empire Strike Back, hated the fucking Ewoks. You know, it's like what the fuck? You why are you putting teddy bears in the fucking movie? Yeah. You know, my generation, the movies were kind of like geared towards us, and we were sort of like I grew up always loving Star Wars. I never, you know, you know, up until the, pre- the prequels, <laughs> you know. But I'd always said, yeah. oh, Star Wars are great fucking movies, you know. Even though you know, you know, the original Star Wars came out like a month before I was born, you know. Um, right. So like, I end up growing loving Star Wars because it was kind of that was sort of like catered to me, and it's sort of like, uh, now look here, forty years later, I'm still a fan of Star Wars because it was catered to me. So I'm wondering if like there's like a long term goal here, like let's hook kids when they're young to like uh, Thundercats or Teen Titans or whatever. So like 30 years from now, those kids that were raised on Teen Titans go and like kind of let's just call it pandering to kids will kind of like grow up and like be like, you know, shit, I remember, you know, so you know, 40 years from now. There, you know, Teen Titans is still going to be an entity. The same way, like Transformers movies or or or, or well, you know, anything else from like our childhood is is still around because, you know, at, at one point they catered to us and now they're kind of like, you know, they're still catering to us. You know, to, well, as, as so Jason Marvel kind of said it, kind of put it this way: like, whether you like it or not, there's going to be a couple series that just keep coming back around and around and around and around. So you might as well get used to it. 
might as well get under understand that every ten years you may see another Thundercats or whatever. Yeah, I mean, look how many times they fucking rebooted Spider Man, you know, and fucking. But, <laughs> but so I guess where I'm at is I feel like there's this whole generation that grew up, in the, you know, starting in 1980 all the way through till now. Mm-hmm. That we grew up on action cartoons. We grew up on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being an action cartoon, not the shit that they're bringing out new. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they had before, what they had before this version, Nickelodeon had. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Great. I loved it. The version that they're bringing out after, and they're doing the same thing as Cartoon Network. Let's not have a fucking, let's not, you know, get it twisted. They're doing the exact same fucking thing. Let's dumb down the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for these little kids. You know, and you are going to see these guys again. I'm sure you'll see Avatar dumbed down at some point. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but don't be surprised if you see Avatar dumbed well, down. Well, yeah, I, but that's the whole thing. It's sort of like, okay, let's make this thing and cater it to kids. Now, of course, yeah, you could have made any fucking cartoon in that style and catered it to kids. Well, let me, let but me like us adults, like, we're all, all of us are going to at least watch that first episode. Right. All of us are going to say, I'm going to check it out just to see if it's not fucking totally retarded. Right. You know, so they're kind of hooking us anyway just by using right. intellectual property oh, from our childhood. You know, and then they're going to fucking do the Teen Titans Go thing where they're going to give Thundercats roar all day, every day, until they brainwash children into fucking loving Maybe. it. <laughs> but, okay, so but, but let me ask you this. Let's say they did the exact same thing with Batman. Mm-hmm. Would you not, like, freak out and be like, why do we have a dumbed-down version Oh, yeah, of I'd, be, I'd be, of course, no, I, I'm pissed off about Thundercats. I'm, you know, I'm, like... But I mean, I kind of see the bigger strategy, you know. And uh, that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm making up in my mind. But I, I but, see. But see, like, there's a reason why a lot of people are attracted to anime now because that's the only action cartoon, quote unquote, that you can find now. And that's not just not uh, old people. You got people that are the age of your daughter mm-hmm. seeing anime, even if it's not in hopefully the cleaner version, not the nude version, <laughs> but. You know, kids that age seeing that and going, I want more of that. Yeah. Because they don't see people, the, these people think that the strategy is we're going to make a dumbed-down version and then we can continue to make more dumbed-down versions later on. They don't understand that fans like us are craving these American action cartoons. Mm-hmm. We're literally sitting here waiting for a goddamn American action cartoon to hit us in the face. Like, mm-hmm. literally, please. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack was so successful because... People were like, finally, an action cartoon. Let's end this series. Wonderful. Love it. Now, you know, and, and that's why I, like, I'm surprised like they don't want to try to finish Thundercats season, the, do a season two of the 2011 version. Mm-hmm. If they had put that on Toonami... Now, now okay, let me, let me backtrack for a minute. So, Thundercats... I've done some research on the 2011 version. I'll try not to mumble on about this too far because mm-hmm. we're getting close to your time. But mm-hmm. basically, it didn't do bad at all on Cartoon mm-hmm. Network in its first run. Maybe not even in its second run. But in its first run, I know it didn't do bad. It, the first episode, like to, your, to what you were saying, did over 200, 2 million people. Mm-hmm. Everybody was checking that shit out. And from then on, it was doing between about 1.4 to 1.6 million on a regular basis, viewers, mm-hmm. on a Friday night. That's really fucking good. The problem that happened with these shows is everybody was depending on toys. And now we know toys aren't so hot anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, all the kids want, they, they want their fucking tablet. They don't want a goddamn, they don't want a figure anymore. 
<laughs> girls, girls will still play with Barbies. That's always gonna happen. Fucking boys, boys don't want that shit. They want the video games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Video games changed the toy market. That's the thing that destroyed the toy market. Mm-hmm. Once the fr- once PlayStation and Xbox came out and they started bringing all these games and everything, that's what killed the toy market. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but it, it's I understand that they they want to try to do that, but I don't know. I just don't see. I I I'm I'm of the I'm of the belief that. Yes, you have this kids market, but you're also forgetting this other market of 30 to 50 year olds that are craving this goddamn action cartoon thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping that Toonami is trying to develop another show. And he actually had said that Gendy maybe, Gendy, he didn't really say it, but he said that, you know, wouldn't you want to see something brand new from Gendy? And I was like, oh yeah, I would love to see something brand new from Gendy. Don't get me wrong. I would love for him to finish Symbiotic Titan. I think it's a wonderful show and it needs to be it needs to be ended just like Thundercats. But um, if Gendy were to do like a brand new show like Samurai Jack but something different, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be all over that. Do you know how many people? There would be another Rick and Morty, but for the action cartoon community. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That that would do so well for Adult Swim, and I think that's why Toonami is still around, is because. There's nothing like that for anybody here in the United States of America. You can't... Yeah, you can go to Crunchyroll, or you can go to High Dive, or... Um, well, VRV is basically Crunchyroll, but, you know, you can go out to these, all these services, Funimation Now, mm-hmm. for anime. But there's a point where people just don't want to pay for this over here, and this over here, and this over here, and this down here. No. I want something that's in... The middle. That's why I've always... I remember I just talked about VRV, mm-hmm. how they're bringing more and more stuff onto their stuff. Like that... Um, um, Rob Halson, is his name? Oh, yeah, the Talking Tunes. Yeah, yeah, they brought that show onto VRV, which I, I, I thought was incredible. And they continue to bring that on. It's like $10 for all this shit. Funimation Now is on there, Crunchyroll's on there. It, it's it's one of those things, What if that, if that service becomes smart... They'll bring everything in. But by the way, they're owned by AT&T. So guess what they can do now if they wanted to? Ah. Oh, hi, Adult Swim. Let's take some of your shows. <laughs> so basically what I'm trying to say is, is you know, I, I understand where Cartoon Network and them are trying to do, but it's it's just you got to understand that there are two markets right now. There are There is the, the kid market, and whatever which way you want to handle that, I guess you're going to handle it the way you're going to handle it. But there's also an adult venue here. And if you can tap into that adult venue, you're going to do very well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Darrell uh, had, I believe it was Darrell, put in a, I saw the joke on, on on Twitter where he said, if Time Warner, now that Time Warner has bought an AT&T, they merged, it would be T-W-A-T-N-T. <laughs> Twat and T. <laughs> T-W-A-T-N-T. So, uh, you know, so, I, uh, <laughs> I want to see that inside of a building. Yeah. But uh, we were getting close on time, but did, did Oscar, speaking of Oscar, did you say anything? I haven't heard from Oscar in a minute. I should, I could probably check my phone. You should right check now. it and see if but, he, uh, he responded. See what he says. Probably like, holy shit, Paul was on the thing. <laughs> and, uh, but I can I can check my, my mail right now. But uh, just to kind of catch up on other things, I just while I'm looking up the mail right now, um, you know, uh, Anthony Bourdain. 
<laughs> there was something I kind of wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah last yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, okay. All right. Nope. As as of right now, uh, no Oscar letters. Uh, you know, and once again, Oscar, I promise you, and, and Paul's my witness. We tried to have Darrell on last week, and things got messed up. We tried to have Darrell on this week, things got messed. Up. You know, trying to get the fucking planets to align for us to get. It'll Darrell. happen next week. But we're trying to we're trying to get Darrell on episode. But um uh, when Anthony Bourdain passed away, and I know it sounds weird, you know, both of us, you know, you kind of had illness in the family, I had a death in the family. I'm gonna get kind of real fucking callous for a second, um, you know. Fucking, you know, veterans take their lives every fucking day. You know, guys who have done stuff to serve their fucking country uh, take their lives every day. And all of a sudden, a fucking celebrity who travels and cooks in other fucking countries kills himself. And it's a big fucking tragedy. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to go on Facebook and be like, oh, fuck Anthony Bourdain or whatever. But... You know, now here we are on my podcast. I can say, "Fuck Your Anthony Bourdain." <laughs> I'm just saying, is this you know this ungrateful? I know they say, and, and look, I've dealt with depression. I fucking look, I've sat there with a fucking bottle of pills in my fucking hand. You know, what I'm saying, you know, there's always, you know, there's always, you know, I'm just gonna drive this fucking car off the fucking road into the fucking side of the bridge. You know, everybody has those fucking suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, but. Here's a guy who was traveling the fucking world, uh, had enough charisma that if he really wanted to, he could be, you know, fucking uh, beautiful women. Uh, you know, the uh, here's a guy who could have been fucking supermodels if he wanted. He had enough charisma, saw the world, had fame, had fortune, and still had to fucking take his fucking life because life is so fucking rough for him. And uh, and I know this is the very sound callous, especially for someone who fucking suffers from depression and has had fucking very many suicidal thoughts. But, you know, I'm not going to sit there and fucking hold him up on top of the pedestal like he's some great fucking person because he happened to fucking travel and he happened to fucking, you know, be on TV. And, all the, you know, the guy had a life people would fucking kill for. I'd push an old lady into fucking traffic if it meant that I could have Christ. the fucking money and fame wow. that this guy had, you know, and he's going to fucking just go and throw it all away. How fucking, you know, it's just it seems, you know, it just seems incredibly selfish and, 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 and not like. The guy didn't fucking count his blessing. And you don't be wrong. I count my blessings. I fucking have hot running water. You know, I have a roof over my head. I have a job. You know, hopefully I wish I want a better job. You know, but, you know, the guy had fucking everything and still decided to take his life. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, okay. <laughs> so, I don't condone suicide, obviously. I don't think somebody should just take their life like that. Obviously, there are certain situations where if... It comes to that where, you know, your life is pretty much over and you can't do anything with your life. Where am I to sit there and not respect your decision and be like, hey, I want to end my life. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, um, I don't know. I, I kind of felt, I, I felt like that situation was kind of fishy because apparently the next thing that he was going to do a story on was he was going to expose some pedophiles or something. And my, my, my thought press immediately went to, oh, shit, one of them found out and killed him and staged this suicide. <laughs> I went, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, God. So, I, I, you know, I haven't heard anything into that regard, but I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, what if they, what if someone of these perverts or whatever he was, I don't remember what it, what it was that he was going to be investigating, but what if one of them found out that he taped them 
and was like, fuck you, you're not going to do this, kills them, mm-hmm. stages it as a fucking suicide, <laughs> and you never fucking knew. Or, I mean, look, you know, it, you know, it, it always turns out like, the person who's anti-gay, you always find out like somewhere down the line, they're the ones who are gay and shit like that. And it's like, Anthony Bourdain did a lot of fucking traveling. And, you know, there's those people who fucking, you know, the sex tourists, so like, you know, they'll take a plane to drive, to, fly to fucking Thailand so they can fuck a 12-year-old girl and stuff like that. So what what if what if he was one of the, what if he was a sex yeah. tourist and he's like oh i'm going to expose it and then all of a sudden like the guilt fucking wells up inside him and he kills himself or something i don't know all i'm saying is this uh, you know i'm not going to fucking put praise on a guy who was a chef and did a bunch of fucking traveling when we have you know soldiers who have served their country you know what they say like 23 veterans a day fucking kill themselves or something to that effect you know, I'm not going to put this guy in a... I, when he passed away, I had no fucking... I had no, like, oh, like, like I would lost somebody. You know, like, there's people all over fucking Twitter and Facebook. Like, like the guy was a second coming of fucking Christ, and he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You know, he, he had charisma, and that was about it. You know, and, and, and you know, I, I... When I say fuck him, it's not like I, I hated him. It's just, you know, I have no sympathy if you had a great fucking life, and then all of a sudden you decide to fucking take it. You know? Uh, is there anything else you wanted to address while we were, uh... No, uh, I think that's about it. I mean, that's... I think we've done well with this podcast. Yeah. Other than you getting a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all the usual deals, please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. We can find all things show-related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page where you can, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes for our iPhone, iPad, or iPod. Whoever the fuck still has an iPhone, iPod. Uh, we're on the Stitcher app for Android devices. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. Uh, you could put it on the listen later option and download offline so uh, you don't have to kill your data or, or your battery uh, listening, which is what I do on Stitcher. If you want to write to us, like I just checked my email, you can write us at twostrangersonepodcast at gmail.com, all spelled out. We want your money. We need your money. But uh, if you can't do that, uh, you can at least uh, like and subscribe to us on Facebook.com, uh, Facebook.com slash Two Strangers One Podcast. Once again, all spelled out. Like this episode. Like the whole page. Uh, share it on your page. Once again, it takes two seconds to do, and and uh, you know we're, we don't ask for a dime. But if you can, you know, if you can do that, just spread the word. Uh, you know, so Facebook the algorithms could actually start sharing. Uh, we do have a. A group on Facebook, Two Strangers One Podcast, uh, the group. Uh, I guess you can look for that also if you want to join that. And we and I I needed to speak to you about that. Our Twitter, the, our Twitter has been suspended. I, I looked it up for a second. We're technically at Stranger Podcast, uh, but something happened and we got suspended. So uh, you, you and I have to look into that. But it, hopefully we'll get this resolved soon. But. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at at Stranger Podcast, um, and of course, you know the Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, oh, is also course. on on Stitcher, and uh, you can listen to it on that. Um, I think I'm done. Oh, yeah, check out, go on Facebook, check out Two Strangers One Podcast. Uh, you can find my blogs and old past videos that because uh, we've been on SoundCloud for. A year and a half now, going on two years in a couple of months. So, yeah. um, if you want to hear any of the episodes that were, oh yeah, also we're on SoundCloud, our hosting site. I forgot about that. If you want to hear any of the older episodes, six years worth of episodes, uh, you can check us out on Facebook. I mean, excuse me, YouTube. You can look up all the episodes that were on before uh, we switched over to SoundCloud. 
And I acquiesce the Florida user. So you can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscolo. You can uh, email me. It's paulpiscolo at tsunamifaithful.com. Looks like uh, Oscar doesn't have a problem doing that every once in a while. So um, let's see. What else? You can uh, ask me questions. Ask.fm slash paulpiscolo. I don't even know how long I'm going to have that out because it's becoming... It's like automatically sending me questions and I'm just like... No, I'm good with this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, let me think. I think there's... Uh, if you have Discord, and you are on the Toonami uh, Faithful Discord, you can uh, just at me at PubScroll, and I'll usually respond within a good portion of time. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's about it. All right. Well, we certainly hope you had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. Bye. You should be fapping. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic I feel you, Eric. Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure God. I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books, Heavy Metal, Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. 
L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.